0: Cool. Well, Stephanie, thanks for doing this. Um, I'll tell you what. Just introduce yourself.
1: Hi. Well, I'm Stephanie Masters. Uh, I live in uh, Durham, North Carolina, um, and I work at a restaurant called uh, Coronado Pizza that's located in Carborough, North Carolina.
0: Carborough, which is like right outside of Chapel Hill.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like in the Triangle area of North Carolina.
0: Well, hi. Uh, uh, how how long have you been? Uh, Coronado.
1: So I've been working at Coronado for a little over two years. Um, I was there. Uh, my interview process was when the building was still in the process of being built, actually. Um, so we opened Coronado opened in uh, August of
0: 2019. August of 2019. I must have met you then. I came up there and did a podcast with Teddy. Um, one time, not long after y'all opened, I feel like. And then, because y'all weren't open that long before this crazy pandemic hit.
1: No, we had about six months before the world ended. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an interesting process to kind of go through um, opening a brand new restaurant and then getting shut down right afterwards. Um, a lot of learning curves for sure.
0: Hans, I bet. Um, well, selling, uh, when you guys make, extraordinarily phenomenal pizza um yeah. I had some, it was incredible so serving mm-hmm. pizza during the pandemic certainly wasn't a bad thing but you're not really a restaurant that was designed for takeout and delivery i, I guess or were y'all we all doing a lot of that yeah.
1: so we were about i would say about dine-in before the pandemic, Um, and then once the pandemic hit, now we're about 95% takeout. Um, Yeah, so our food isn't really um, specifically designed to be for takeout. Um, It's obviously better when you're sitting in the restaurant, Um, but yeah, you're right. For us being, one, a pizza restaurant during the pandemic was super helpful because people already kind of see pizza as a takeout meal. Um, and then to the community in Carborough, North Carolina was absolutely phenomenal for us. Um, they just kept coming back. We have, we've found so many different regulars that, uh, really kept the doors open. So,
0: yeah. What do you say to those folks in, and your, your town in Carborough? that, what do you guys say to them? I mean, you must be, they must, you know, they, they dealt with like all this stuff themselves i'm sure they had longer waits and stuff and I, t- people seem to be tipping well i felt like it showed so much like you know there's been so many negative things with this pandemic but like i felt like with particularly with restaurants people kind of everywhere uh number one they they really tried to support their local uh, locally owned restaurants independent restaurants like y'all and number two i felt like they actually three things they were more patient normal, because they kind of understood, I mean, this is not everybody, but most people, they understood staffing's hard, and there's just a lot of stuff going on, so yeah, got to be a little more patient. I also felt like, and I'm curious, your thoughts, it seemed like people were tipping pretty darn well, um, uh, (laughs) at least for the last year and a half. Is that all fairly, I mean, was that your experience?
1: Yeah, for sure. That was my experience with it. Um, There was definitely, obviously, in the very beginning of the pandemic, um, we were incredibly slow, because people were you know, afraid to leave their houses. Um, but once people felt a little bit more comfortable getting out, yeah, definitely that push to support local restaurants was like huge for us. Um, especially because Teddy, the owner does live in Carborough himself. He has children that go to school in Carborough, Um, so he was already kind of a part of that community. Um, yeah. that was helpful, but yeah, people were super patient with us. The tipping process was absolutely incredible. Um, the staff still was being able to pay their bills, even if we were a little bit slower because people were being so generous with that. Um, but I think, um, one of the the biggest things that was really helpful for us was just, um, being able to change, um, and being open to the fact that, you know, we can't do business the way that we want to. So, uh, changing the way that we did takeout, it went through so many different processes of, um, how we're going to do things. And in the very beginning, once we did start to get a little bit busier, it was a little bit of a mess, but every single day, uh, changing and doing little different tweaks to things, um, so that we can communicate to our guests, you know, Hey, you know, it might take about an hour and a half for you to get the stuff, but keeping a smile on our faces and, you know. doing anything that we can to make people feel the most comfortable in the situation was really, uh, was really the way that I think we kind of like went over that kind of difficult hump of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, I have to say, I've been so truly impressed with um, restaurant people around the country. You know, you were, I mean, y'all were, you're shut down out of your own control, just like told you couldn't even open your doors for a while, do anything. And then you could, but people didn't know what's going on. People are scared. Maybe they don't want to get, I mean, I remember like getting, like it took us a while before my wife was comfortable getting any takeout because like, you didn't know, like, and do, do we, we wipe down the box, the pizza box. I it was so just, but y'all, you know, dealt with that and dealt with. So many different things, your own concerns and fears for your own sa- safety and health. And here you are, you know, congregating around a bunch of other people and and just kind of I mean, just just barrel through it. And, and like you said, kept a smile. It's hard to keep a smile on your face and make other people feel comfortable and safe and happy when you're not maybe feeling those things yourself. But I I, I mean, I, every experience I personally had and all these stories I hear seem to be just, you know, just really cool stories from people that um, work in your community, man. I think y'all should be super proud of that.
1: Well, thank you. I think that one of the, you know, the biggest thing to remember for myself in particular, being in that front of house of things is, um, you know, my job is hospitality. And at the end of the day, for me, hospitality is making people feel comfortable and making people feel good about the process that they're going through. And, um, so this was like a super charged challenge of hospitality, um, because, you know, people weren't feeling comfortable in their own lives. So then to go out and do something, um, you know, doing things like curbside pickup and, you know, just, if you don't feel comfortable, then nobody else does, you know? So having to hold your head up and even if you had any concerns yourself, kind of leaving them at the door, um, so that, you know, the business can succeed and not only that, but, um, you know, just, I feel like Coronado for Teddy and now for myself as well, is kind of like a passion project. So, um, just kind of going to work every day and, um, making people delicious people, pizza and, uh, making them smile with us. Um, and I think that with that, um, the community and for ourselves, uh, it made us feel more comfortable throughout the pandemic. You know, I was excited to go to work, um, and I was comfortable to be around these people, even at the six feet distance, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, I think it definitely helped me personally through the pandemic, um, because otherwise, you know, there's so much news and, and, you know, yeah, wipe down your Dorito bags and there's no toilet paper and all of this crazy stuff happening, but being able to go to work in a positive environment and, um, see really the appreciation from people in the community that we are open and that we are trying to serve them great product and you know great service. Um, that really, it was super helpful for me through the pandemic.
0: Um, you have a really wonderful perspective. How long have you been doing this? I mean, were you doing, like where did you work prior to Coronado?
1: So I've been working in the restaurant industry since I was like 14 or 15. Uh, that was like my first job. Um, I worked, the, my very first job ever, I worked in a really small, actually pizza restaurant as well in Charlotte, North Carolina, called Wolfman Pizza.
0: Oh, um, I know Wolfman. Yeah. I live, I live in Waxhaw. Very- you, you out there, you mean on uh, like on Providence? Was it at Providence Road? No, uh- so
1: they have one on Providence Road. I worked at the one in the Cotswold area.
0: Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that was my first job ever. Um, and, you know, I immediately kind of fell in love with it. Um, you know, being a young person, it's really difficult to get out into the world and do things on your own and feel confident about that. But having a job in the restaurant industry, you kind of get a new perspective of just being out in the world. Um, and it gives you that confidence to be able to, you know, walk into a store and ask a question and, you know understand those kinds of things. Um, But for me, after that, you know, it became, I moved around a lot, um, and it became a job that I knew that I could get in any city. Um, There's restaurants everywhere, you know, and the turnover rate in restaurants um, is usually pretty high. Usually, most restaurants are hiring all the time. Um, So, I kind of, for a long time, just used it as, you know, a way to make money and a way to kind of live. Um, But since actually working at Coronado and having uh Teddy as kind of a mentor to me in the business, um, it's become something that it's like, oh yeah, I'm actually really passionate about this and I can make this a career in my life. Um, uh, So that's been a really cool kind of realization for me in the last couple of years.
0: You uh, you have the uh, you have an owner's perspective, which is really cool. I mean, the way you talk about the business is like as if it's yours, and I think that's such an important quality uh, to have. And it's I'm um, rare to find folks like that, and so it's you know, but but folks like Teddy also attract people like that because he's a good dude. He's got a good heart. He's a good person. He cares about his community and his team. I mean, I gathered that from meeting him and spending some time with him. So, um. Uh, well, you, uh, you've, um, you've got, I guess, hopefully maybe like the tail end of this thing now, who knows what's going to happen over the next couple of months. I mean, what do y'all think?
1: Well, so honestly, right now, I think the biggest, um, thing kind of hurtling for the restaurant industry since the pandemic is staffing. Um, yeah. It's, it's been very difficult. Like, sure, the government says that we can open up our doors. But right now we're still doing curbside pickup and we have a couple of tables outside. We still haven't opened our doors since the pandemic started just because staffing, you know, if we are going to open our doors, we want to be able to open our doors um, and feel confident that we're giving the type of service and food that people expect from us. And without the necessary staff, we can't do that. So um, I think that's been, that's kind of where I think we're at. And I think most other restaurants are at as well. Just trying to figure out, you know, is this the new normal for us? Like, is this kind of what it's going to be? Short-staffed all the time? Or is there all of a sudden going to be all these people coming back out of the woodwork? (laughs) You know, wanting to work.
0: Well, okay, let's... So I'm because you're right. This is what every single person I talk to anywhere in the country is saying right now. Literally, take your team you had before. You know, in in February of 2019. Okay, so where did most of them go? What what are they doing now? Are they? I mean, they're certainly not just sitting at home. Like, did they just find something else to do? Or
1: yeah. So you know. Uh, talking to you know some of the people that I personally know that were in the restaurant industry before, I think during the pandemic there's a couple of different things that happened. Um, you know, working in a restaurant can be extremely stressful, yep. uh, and um, a lot of times it's a lot of long hours. Um, sometimes it's not the greatest pay, depending on where you're at. Um, I will say Coronado is a little bit different than that, but, you know, as far as the restaurant industry goes in general, that's what I've seen since working in them. So a lot of people that I know personally either went back to school. I knew a lot of people that went to school um, and kind of did a whole change in career. And then uh, other people, you know, that I know, they, they went to jobs that, you know, maybe were in the same level field. So like, went into reception or now they're working at, you know, the local grocery store or something like that. Okay. Um, but those places are understaffed as well. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure. Um, Cause yeah, you're right. They're not just sitting at home, but from what I've seen, they're either going back to school or doing a complete change of career.
0: Yeah. It's really wild. It just, it's so odd to me that You know, I mean, these people were doing. They were there were a lot of them working in restaurants, and now a whole lot less are. Uh, But then everybody else says they're understaffed.
1: Right. (laughs)
0: It's hard hard to figure out. Um, Well, uh, yes, that's such a big challenge. I hope that. I mean, I'm I'm actually surprised to hear that y'all do. Y'all are at 95 percent takeout. Um, I mean, that's uh, wow. I guess, and, and I guess part of it's, um, well, you said it. I mean, you, you you can't open your doors. You could, but you're not going to be able to provide, you know, with, with not as enough people. You just can't provide the experience that's part of the Coronado brand. Um, right.
1: Yeah, quality is really important to us. And um, so, you know, it's kind of looking at the situation. It's like, you know, yeah, sure, we could open up our doors, but, you know, we expect from ourselves a a fairly high level of quality. And I think over the last couple of years, even though we've been primarily takeout, people expect that from us as well. Um, So, you know, it's kind of playing the juggling game of, you know, if we do open our doors and it doesn't turn out the way that we want, um, you know, we just don't want to be in a situation like that. You know, we want to be confident in ourselves. Um, and also that's a lot of stress, you know, too, (laughs) um, adding on to everything else that's going on. You know, I don't know if we've heard too, just even with the pandemic, not only with staffing and, you know, people staying at home and stuff like that, but all the other companies that we work with are struggling as well. Um, so, you know, dealing with, you know, running out of things to put our pizza in, you know, uh, you know, changing, changing our boxes every week because they ran out or they can't deliver it to us because they don't have delivery drivers. Um, we don't have cheese because the, the place that we got cheese from doesn't, can't drive a truck here because they don't have someone to drive, you know? So there's a, there's a lot more, um, that's being dealt with than just, you know, making pizza and serving it to people, you know?
0: It's amazing. Yeah. Most people don't think about all the things that go into that. And, you know, you hear supply chain, but what does that mean? Well, that's it right there. Like there's, you just rattled off five examples of like specific products that are critical to your business that you may right. not be able to go you know, Like. Yeah. I mean, I dated a girl once in college that ate cheeseless pizza, but that's the only person I've ever known that did. I mean, you kind of need the cheese to make the, the pizza. Um, right. well, um, listen, thank you for, for taking the time to do this. Thank you for what y'all do. Um, we're just thankful for, you know, independent restaurants everywhere that have just, just man, just managed through this. I mean, some didn't, and you know, some, some unfortunately closed their doors for good. And, but, um, So many have just figured out ways to iterate and change and tweak. And just I mean, what you do is always amazing to me because I feel like already the restaurant business, like you said, it was a lot of hours, sometimes not the, the best pay in the world. It's stressful. You're you're constantly dealing with like you're dealing with people who people can be tough to deal with in general and you're dealing with like refrigerators, you know, breaking at 2 a.m. I mean, there's just so much stuff, like all these fires that you're putting out before this happened and then boom now, but y'all have this ability to like, just roll with stuff, which is, you know, I think it's a great, and you nailed it. I mean, I think it's a great quality and it gives you like, if you ever did like those people that worked in restaurants for a while, maybe they changed careers. That's a big skill set that, as an employer, whatever the industry is, it is really valuable. I don't know if people like that don't know much about restaurants fully appreciate that. Boy, I do, because I, I just look at y'all with like admiration. I'm like, man, it's. I just got three kids and I you know, like that's hard, like, I, I, <laughs> like really hard. Like there's always this stuff. I can't imagine like, like then being in a career and dealing with the stuff y'all are dealing with all the time. So it's a long way to say thank you. And I tip my hat to y'all and appreciate the business but appreciate you taking the time to do this too, Stephanie. And, you know, we're just trying to share stories of people like you um, who love what they do, who work for independent restaurants. We think that what y'all do is such a, like really important part of the fabric and foundation of a, of a good community or a good town. It always starts with like, why is that place cool? Well, and if you ask somebody that they're gonna, within two or three things they rattle off, it's gonna be good restaurants. Not good chains, good local restaurants, good people, good local owners, caring about their community and giving a lot. So thank you. Thank the team, Teddy, all of you for for what y'all are doing.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I'm grateful for, uh, grateful for the opportunity and and honestly you know going through it you just have to think about you know this is this is a way you know over this last year it's a way to you know improve on myself and my job because there's so many things being thrown at you um you know you just think about hey in the future when it's not being thrown at you anymore it's so easy
0: (laughs) that's awesome well, that's a good way to look at it. Well, good luck to y'all. Um, I am like I said, I'm in Waxhaw and I get my my dad lives in Kerry, so I get up that way sometimes and uh I will um want, you know hopefully begin traveling a little bit more soon and I'll definitely come by and say hello. And uh I do remember having I, I can't remember what Teddy made for me, but it was freaking awesome. And I ate the whole thing uh in one sitting and it was it was It's good stuff. So I hope to see y'all soon, but I really appreciate the time. And please tell everybody there hello for uh, me and all of us at, at ScheduleFly.
1: I absolutely will. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Take care. Have a good one.
1: All right. You too.